0: NBA Spot on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by MyBookie.ag. The NFL and playoffs are heating up, and MyBookie is the place to be if you want to bet on all the great action. Use promo code SGP to receive up to $1,000 in bonus bets. Promo code SGP to play, win, and get paid at MyBookie.ag. We're also brought to you by DraftKings. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code SGP for a limited time, both new and existing users can get a deposit bonus of up to $500 on your next deposit. Remember, that's promo code SGP, and you can get a deposit bonus of up to $500 only at DraftKings. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in pay-per-head providers, and they make it super easy to start your own sportsbook. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash sgp. And we're brought to you by Manscaped. Manscaped is the number one men's below-the-belt grooming. Get 20% off and free shipping with the promo code sgp at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code sgp. Finally, we're brought to you by PropSwap. PropSwap is America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Go to PropSwap.com to find better odds than your local book. Plus, when you use promo code SGP, you get a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. now joining us on nba odds pie we got pat barkery stand-up comic you might have seen on roast battle he's also a writer and he's written for uh any given sunday with bill simmons crashing roast of alec baldwin and uh, he has a hilarious sports podcast called pat and jeff like sports uh pat thanks so much for joining me today
1: no problem. It was any given Wednesday with Bill Simmons. Not oh. any given Sunday was much, much more successful than the, the thing I wrote on. So but I, wrote
0: it, I knew that and I wrote it I still wrote it down <laughs> wrong.
1: <laughs> I wish I had written on any given uh, Sunday. I would be in a much better position in life.
0: <laughs> uh, those residual checks
1: are way better.
0: <laughs> I really liked that show. What yeah, I always wondered what went wrong with it.
1: Oh, man. Uh, how how long is this podcast? How much
0: <laughs> time do we have? I I I don't I don't
1: know, man. I think uh, ultimately um, uh, I love Bill, but I think HBO wanted him to be like the Bill Maher of sports. Yeah. And he's not like the hot take machine. Yeah. I thought they would just like turn because turn, he's so popular, his podcast and his columns and everything. Absolutely. I thought that they thought that would translate to like. We just turned the camera on and he's like, let me tell you something about, you know, and he just goes into like all of his hot takes and that was never his thing. He's like more calm and measured, which yeah. uh, I don't think was really what they were looking for. That's just my personal uh, take on it. But uh, you know, who knows? Um, I'm sure there's a millionaire. If you check out the IMDB reviews, I'm sure you could get more insight <laughs> into, your, <laughs> into your question.
0: Um, well, thanks so much uh, for joining me again. Uh, you uh, Sean Green recommended that you uh, come on the podcast. He says you really know your NBA stuff. Uh, who's your team? I don't know. Who do you root for?
1: Uh, Sean's too kind. I, I Like Sean, I am a Sixers fan. I'm originally from oh. uh, just outside of Philadelphia. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I root for the Sixers. It's been a, an interesting season, to say yeah. the least.
0: I, I mean, it was a great uh Oh, great Christmas game, and then lately they've kind of been on a slide.
1: Yep, haven't won since Christmas. Um, you know, a couple of uh, real heartbreaking one-point losses, uh, just turning the ball over with a lead in the final 10 seconds type of shit. It's been, um, <laughs> yeah, a lot of highs and lows, and they seem to think they could just, uh, you know, turn the switch on in time for the playoffs. I hope that's the case. Um, because right now they're a six seed, and like based on their talent, there's no way they should be a six seed. There, there's no no way there are five teams more talented than them in the East. It's a uh, kind of um, embarrassing, to be honest. But uh,
0: yeah, you know, hopefully
1: mean, they turn it around.
0: Just on raw talent, I mean, they're right up there in the top. I mean, two or three, I would imagine. Um, I mean, overall, they I would say they're more talented than Milwaukee. If you look at all the, their overall talent, it's just they have. They don't have Giannis, but I don't know. Yeah, that's the... pretty good. <laughs> um, so I don't know. What are they going to do? Are they going to trade anybody, or are they going to roll with the team they have?
1: I don't know. I don't know how many options they they have. They They need shooting. I know that's a cliche, but in the year 2020, to put together an entire team and be like, they're good, except nobody can really shoot that well. Is uh, seems like a pretty massive oversight. Yeah. So, hopefully, they get just some pure shooter in here. I know they tried to get Corver in the offseason, but he chose Milwaukee. Um, if they look at maybe bringing JJ Redick back, um, I I'd be into that. Uh, but I think that's what they need more than anything. Um, just just somebody who can open open it up and you know space the floor a little bit because right now it's like. Everybody kind of wants to operate, uh, you know, within 12 feet of the basket. Uh, And that's not an ideal way to uh, to to play in 2020. So hopefully they get a shooter.
0: Yeah, definitely. And it seemed like J.J. Redick was going to be available. But now New Orleans looks like they're actually going to make a run for the eighth seed with Zion coming back. So they're probably going to keep him.
1: I know I'm really bummed out about that uh, because I was selfishly hoping for J.J. But as a basketball fan. Um, the idea of Zion leading a charge into the playoffs and maybe getting, like, a Zion-LeBron or Zion-Kawhi playoff matchup, I mean, that's something that you got to be into. Oh, you yeah. Know? Like, I, I i feel like I'm as big of an NBA fan sometimes as a Sixers fan, and, uh, you know, I, my, my fandom makes me gets me to a point where I'm like, I got to root for Zion just because it's the most fun to watch.
0: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I think everybody feels that way. And it's been tough with all, like, the New Orleans games on the national broadcast with no Zion. Oh, my God. Can you, you,
1: especially on Christmas night, it was like four really intriguing matchups and then just Brandon Ingram versus versus the nuggets. Like what a shitty way to close out the night.
0: I know, but then they actually played well against the nuggets, which was insane.
1: Yeah, but who cares?
0: <laughs> All right. <laughs> well.
1: if, if we're being honest, you, you know you know when they scheduled that, they weren't like, "Boy, we're hoping for a nice solid performance out, out of a, a Zionless <laughs> Pelican squad." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah
0: they I, they don't care about that. I'm sure most people had tuned out by then. They were drunk off of their holiday wine and uh, not really caring about that. Are uh,
1: you are you worried about Zion at all? Because when I read reports like they're they're teaching him how to walk differently. I'm <laughs> like, that is alarming.
0: I mean, of course I'm worried about him. I mean, he looks like a bowling ball who like flies through the air like that cannot hold up well on his joints. I mean, he's <laughs> he's I mean, he blew up a shoe in college. His shoe could not even withhold all that torque. Like what is happening to his legs?
1: I, dude, the shoe thing is like that and the time Randy Johnson just murdered a pigeon with a fastball are like <laughs> the two craziest things I've ever seen in
0: sports. I mean, it's got to be right up there for sure. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, first segment, we've got uh, who you got this week. Uh, who are you betting on this week? Are there any games you're looking at? We don't have odds yet. It's Monday. But uh, are there any matchups that you're looking forward to this week?
1: I want to start with a disclaimer and say that I do not gamble on sports. I don't know why I'm on this podcast. I'm happy to be here. Um, so all of my opinions uh, should not be taken seriously at all. Please okay. do not get any real gambling advice from me. I want to get that out there right away. Um, all right. Well, it's
0: just good for sometimes for gamblers to get perspective from non-gamblers. So we'll say that.
1: From a non-gambler perspective, I looked at Friday, Okay. and I'm so excited because we have a doubleheader on Friday that, really, I'm, I'm a huge fan of. We have the Hawks versus the Wizards
0: oh, I have and them the listed Pelicans too.
1: versus the Knicks. Okay. You have those those games as well?
0: I had the Hawks at uh, the Wizards actually listed.
1: What is your let – me, let me ask you first. What's your thought on Hawks-Wizards?
0: Okay, so I have them listed because I don't know what the – Uh, projected point total for that game will be yet. But whatever it is, I am gambling the over because both of those teams are in the bottom three in defensive efficiency, and they're in the top four in pace. Neither team plays any defense whatsoever. They just try to outscore each other. You know Trey Young's going to go insane. Uh, You know Bradley Beal's going to go insane. So I would say whatever, there's just going to be a ton of points put up in that game. Uh, also, if anybody's playing like DFS lineups for that night, definitely get some of those players in your lineup because there's going to be a ton of points scored in that game.
1: Yeah. Considering the Wizards scored one hundred and what, fifty nine earlier this year and exactly. lost. Did, oh, no, that was a, that was the the Knicks, which is the other game that I'm looking at. That is a hallmark of really bad teams in, in 2019, 2020 is you could still score a ton of points. Um, yeah. So that's. That, that I would say. Here's my advice as a non gambler. Both of those games, Hawks, Wizards, Knicks, Pelicans, somebody has to win. Which is the cool thing <laughs> about sports. There's it a is. rule where yeah. somebody has to win. So what I would do is whatever of those two, whichever of those four teams, the two that are getting points, take those. Yeah. Because not none of those four teams are good enough to be giving points to anybody. <laughs> The idea that any of those four teams would be like favored in a matchup is insane. So if you can get points, I say I say take them and run. That's just that's what I would do.
0: I mean, I, I think that's that's great advice. That's great advice. I mean, I imagine that the Hawks will be getting points at Washington. Uh, and what, what was the other game you had?
1: Uh the the Pelicans and Knicks. I assume oh, the Pel- Pelicans are going to be favored. Yeah. Now that they're playing a lot better. Um, the Knicks. And I just realized that that means. I am advising people to bet on the Knicks, which I am already rescinding. My (laughs) stone-cold lock is to take the thing I said 10 seconds ago and reverse it. You're going to go with the Pelicans regardless because the other team is the Knicks.
0: We're going to take a quick break for a word from our sponsors. You know what I'm going to say. You guys need to go to mybookie.ag and use promo code SGP for a deposit bonus up to $1,000. There's the College Football National Championship coming up. Tons of college and my favorite, NBA basketball going on. You need to be betting every night. There's so many great bets. Plus, Prop Creator is awesome for the NFL playoffs. And every other game you can like make up any prop you want and they'll give you odds and you just bet on it it's a great resource for in-game wagering deposit and withdrawal using bitcoin for a lightning fast payouts remember just use promo code sgp at mybookie.ag. that's promo code sgp at mybookie.ag.
1: remember when everybody thought phoenix was going to be a playoff team like eight <laughs> games into the season
0: Uh, yeah, you know, and I actually, I have a confession. I'm from Arizona originally, so I am a a Suns fan. So I've watched every game and I don't know what the fuck is going on.
1: I have spent the last six years being wrong about your team. Every year (laughs) before the season, I'm like, I'll tell you who's a sleeper is the Phoenix Suns. Yeah. Uh, And every year I'm wrong. So this was the first year I jumped off the bandwagon and uh, it feels good.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, uh, I wish I could jump off the bandwagon. I really could. Uh, but, you know, it's ingrained in me, and I, I'm a Devin Booker believer. I, I think this he's going to make the All-Star team for the first year, so I'm excited about that. But other than that, I have no idea what's going on with that team.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's rough. It's rough.
0: DeAndre, um, DeAndre Ayton he has to be, like, the fastest person to get the ball in his hands and then throw it up towards the hoop. Anybody in the league, he doesn't do anything except for immediately jack up a shot.
1: <laughs> I like how he's like, we're, we're still doing that 10 seconds or less thing from 2006, <laughs> right? Yeah. Right, yeah,
0: Right. He, he read the seven seconds or less book and uh, decided that that's the team that he's going to just play on no matter what.
1: <laughs> right. And the, the coach keeps telling him like, no, that was a different coach. It was a different team. They had Steve Nash, totally different and he's yeah. like I don't give a fuck I'm that's I'm going right up with it regardless
0: I'm jacking it <laughs> uh did you have any other team uh games that you were looking at this week
1: the sixers over the Celtics I don't care what the line is i'll 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 take my team I'll take the sixers um hey yeah. I have I ha- see i because I don't gamble on sports like it's bad etiquette to bet against your team right you can't do that
0: it's it's really tough. I mean, I would say pure gamblers say that you look at the numbers no matter what, but I never bet against my team. It's just, I either skip it or just dumbly like close my eyes and put money on.
1: Well, the funny thing is with you, if you had bet against the Suns for the last like decade, you'd be a millionaire by now. <laughs> um, <laughs> so maybe you should reconsider that.
0: Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, actually surprisingly, though, uh, this season – the Suns have one of the best records against the spread. Uh, They've played a lot mm. of close games, so had I been, I have not bet on them every game, but had I had, I would be ahead.
1: Okay, look, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with the Sixers because um, Joel Embiid gave a really sad inter- interview the other day, <laughs> um, which is usually the telltale sign that he is about to heat up um his entire season has been this weird bipolar mess of like he'll have three bad games and then Shaq will be mean to him and then <laughs> he'll give an interview where he's like I'm just not having fun I need to have fun uh, it's not fun for me to play basketball now uh boo 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 hoo boo hoo and then he'll go out and he'll he'll put up like 35 and 15 and like do the the fucking Hulk Hogan hand to the ear thing to the crowd <laughs> And all of a sudden it's like he's back and then three weeks later, like Charles Barkley says something mean to him and and destroys him again. So um, I think we're about to hit the upswing on that. I think that he is about to start putting up some monster games before he gets sad again, maybe like mid to late January. So is he finally
0: getting into playing shape? seemed like he just came in out of shape.
1: (laughs) Do you mean this year or last year or any of the years? Is he
0: finally getting into playing shape this year?
1: I don't. I don't. Yeah, I, I, I think his conditioning is always going to be a question. It's always going to be an issue. Um, but I he, look. I look at him and then I look at like Jokic, and I'm like, come on.
0: I was gonna say, like, uh, I mean, Embiid has to be like pumped that Jokic is in the league because he takes the brunt of like, why isn't this guy in shape when Embiid like should be getting more shit? But hey, I don't yeah, you're right. You put them next to each other and there's no question who's in better shape.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. It's really it's really frustrating um, because you don't want to blame it all on conditioning. Um, but uh, yeah, certainly if he was in better shape, you got to think that he would be a top three player just based on skill set. Um, but I don't know if that's ever going to happen. And that's kind of a bummer.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. Well, uh, another game I was looking at this week for is I'm looking at Wednesday, uh, Denver at Dallas, speaking of Jokic. And uh, I don't know if you've been paying attention, but Michael Porter Jr. for Denver, uh, he's a first round pick last year. He was injured his rookie season. He's just coming back. Uh, he was a top recruit out of high school over Ayton, Troy Young and Mo Bamba. And the last four games, he's really looked a lot Better. like He played 23 minutes against Indiana, and they scored 25 points. They won. Played 26 minutes against Sacramento, scored 19. They won. The other two games, he only played 11 and 12 minutes, and they both lost. So uh, I really like him coming on. I, I, I think that Mike Mullen's a good coach, and he's going to start getting him into more uh, rotations. Uh, I could really see him coming on against Dallas and, and, and kicking ass. Uh, Dallas has been good, but they've actually been bad against the spread at home. They're one of the top the worst teams against the spread at home. So, uh, I like Denver over Dallas. Any thoughts there?
1: Michael Porter jr. Has been completely insane this year. Um, yeah, I, I, I like that pick. Um, and I, I also don't love the timing right now for Dallas with, uh, with Rick Carlisle like sort of complaining about how much Luca is getting beat up,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, I saw that the other day. Um, usually, that that's the kind of quote that comes out of like a period of frustration. Absolutely. So yeah, I think this is a a, a prime point for uh, for them to go in and uh, and and beat Dallas, and they're and they're getting points. You said, or is the spread well, not out?
0: The yet? spread's not out yet, but I would imagine that Dallas will be favored at home um right and i don't know i i think that this would be like a really good spot for mike malone to start getting michael porter jr in more lineups i mean he could play the three or the four you know alongside uh Millsap and Jokic. so i don't know i think like if he really comes on that team is gonna be scary as hell yeah
1: because i mean that was the thing last year where where'd they end up last year the conference semis and yep. um really it was jokic and then it was it was a stretch to who was their number 2? Jamal Murray.
0: Jamal Murray, yeah. And, and and yeah. He came on but he's still just like is real hot and cold, but when he he's not like a true number 2.
1: Right, his ceiling isn't nearly as high as Michael Porter Jr.'s. Absolutely. From from what I've seen. So, yeah, I it, that Denver team if Michael Porter Jr. is for real, they are going to be a problem going forward.
0: Yeah. And uh, the other game I'm looking at this week is on Thursday, and this is going to be a, uh, a shit show of a game. But one I think people should look at gambling on: uh, looking at the Cleveland Cavaliers at Detroit Pistons on Thursday. Uh, the Cavs daunt, traded for Dante Exum, and he looked amazing last night against Minnesota. He in. Uh, he played. He shot eleven for thirteen in twenty four minutes. So the, he started looking like the Dante Exum we thought that the Jazz were going to get when they drafted him, and uh, he almost brought the Cavs back single handedly without uh, Kevin Love or Tristan Thompson on the floor. So, and uh, Detroit just looks like. They're giving up. I mean, already, there's already a lot of rumors that they're going to trade Drummond, or they're looking to trade Drummond, and and Blake Griffin is already saying that he's uh, considering season-ending knee surgery. It,
1: it, two two things. I'm gonna come. I'm gonna circle back to Blake Griffin in a minute, but um, they're playing two times this week. They're playing a home and home because mm-hmm. I, I looked at that. I was also, I I am completely on the opposite end from you on this one. The oh, Kevin. Really? The, yeah, first of all, I I can't get on board with the Dante Exum shooting 87% from the floor being a regular thing angle. I just – I can't do it. Um, and, like, just seeing the dysfunction of that Kevin Love play where he tried to, like, throw the ball through his teammates' hands um, and, and, and showed up as coach and everything like that, like – I think they're probably a better team right now with him off the floor. I think when he comes back, if anything, that's gonna make Exum's job more difficult. Um and uh yeah, I I think both of these teams are absolutely like dysfunctional right now, but the Pistons maybe a little bit less so. So I, I would go with the Pistons.
0: Okay, the second week of NFL playoffs is upon us. The bad news is that there's only a few weeks left of football season. But the good news is you can still get your fantasy fix with DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy football. And if you've never played before, there's even more reason to celebrate. You can play for a $1 million top prize this weekend. Draft your lineup and feel the sweat like never before. Every run, throw, and catch means more with DraftKings lineup on the line. It's simple. Just draft your lineup. Stay under the sour cap and see how your team stacks up against the competition. Nothing adds to the sweat of watching the game quite like having a shot at a $1 million top prize. Plus, all new and existing units can get a deposit bonus up to $500. That's some extra cash to play with throughout the playoffs. With only the best football teams left, there's no better time to keep playing. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code SGP. For a limited time, both new and existing users can get a deposit bonus up to $500 on your next deposit. Remember, that's code SGP, and you can get a deposit bonus up to $500 only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Deposit bonus requires a 25 times playthrough. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details.
1: And also, uh, about Blake Griffin, I just... I was up uh way past my bedtime last night because the NBA published uh their video of the top one
0: hundred dunks of
1: the decade.
0: Oh, really? I haven't watched that yet.
1: Set aside sixty minutes. Um <laughs> because it's a twenty minute video, but you're gonna want to watch it three times. Okay. And Blake Griffin has like maybe like thirty of the hundred dunks. It's fucking unreal how many times he's in there dunking. And it makes me remember how much how how great he was in his prime.
0: I mean, I would I feel like this the video is just going to make me sad because, yeah, I was such a huge Blake Griffin dunking fan, and he it just—it looks like a shell of his former self.
1: Yeah, it's tough. He killed it at the Alec Baldwin roast, though. So he's got—he's <laughs> got a really good post-career waiting on him.
0: He should retire now and just go into comedy because uh, it definitely seems more promising for him at this point.
1: Well, let me tell you something. As somebody who's been doing comedy a long time, it doesn't pay forty million dollars a year. So. <laughs> I think he should stick with basketball at least until that contract's done.
0: Were there any other games you're looking at this week?
1: Uh, no, those were the ones I had. I, I was, I was also, in, I get intrigued by bad basketball games. Those are the ones where I'm like, this is probably where you make your money. Like, yeah, I. And again, I'm pulling that out of nowhere because I don't yeah. know what I'm talking about.
0: <laughs> what, what's some like bad teams you've gotten sucked into watching on League Pass this year?
1: Anytime the Hawks are on, I feel like I have to watch it just because Trey Young. I'm, I'm a big individual players guy. Okay. Um, like my favorite, my least favorite good team ever has been the Memphis Grizzlies of the last decade. Like you couldn't pay me to watch a Grizzlies game. I yeah. would, it's like Chinese water torture. I just, I had no interest in watching like the ground and pound Zach Randolph show. I just didn't care. Um, I would much rather watch a really good player who is playing strictly for stats yeah. Like I, I want to see if so Try a Kobe put guy sixty. Uh no, because the Lakers were good. And yeah. Kobe was at a level where like the question was like he got good enough to where Kobe fans idiots could say that he was better than Jordan. Yeah. So then it just became annoying. Like, the good thing about Trey Young is that nobody is going to say Trey Young is better than Steph. Nobody's going to say Zach Levine is better than, you know, James Harden or whatever. Yeah. So it's it's fun. It's still like everybody knows what's going on. It's like, oh, your team's terrible. Somebody has to get you guys to 100 points. It might as well be you scoring 35 or 40. So I like watching those. I I like seeing on a bad team if somebody could just go off and, and put up a whole bunch of points. Um yeah, that's way better in team basketball any day.
0: I imagine you will have uh, gotten into a few, sucked into a few uh, Devin Booker performances then, because Bro, uh,
1: Yeah, for sure. He's one of my one of my favorites of the last five or six years. I didn't mean to cut you off there, but I get so no I get excited. Uh, I've been a big Devin Booker supporter, um, but that being said, like if I was starting a team tomorrow, like I I don't want him on my team, but I like watching him.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I mean, such is the the bane of uh, Phoenix fans' existence right now. So speaking of all-star performances, we, we've got like the first round of all-star voting came in. And um, Trey Young at the top of the guards in voting for the Eastern Conference. Uh, so it's looking like he he's going to be a starter. But also some some odd names that made the list. Alex Caruso is in the top ten for cards in the Western Conference, and Taco Fall, who's barely played, is uh, number six in the front court for Eastern Conference. <laughs>
1: Jesus Christ!
0: I, I mean, I guess this is maybe the power of NBA Twitter right now, uh, with with these guys getting this many votes.
1: It's the power of being seven foot six and having a name like taco like you don't have to do much after that like if you could dunk without jumping and you're named after like a delicious food like yeah you're you're going to you're gonna be fine you're gonna they both got the freak show vote like him because he's seven foot six and Alex Caruso because he's white and balding
0: yeah. Uh, and and then like throws down these like monster dunks i i I think his nickname should just be at this point surprisingly athletic because that's what the announcers say every time he's on the court
1: yeah dude totally i mean it's the the white part is a big part of it but then when you factor in like the premature baldness like nobody who looks like me or you should be able to do what he's doing on a basketball court
0: it's not even like a normal like male pattern baldness He's got like this, f- like see through fuzz on top. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. Like, he's got a little bit of fuzz, but then see through fuzz on top. I, I,
1: it's really bad. He, he is like, he is like one parental advisory T shirt and like, uh, a fucking uh, tie dye pair of shorts away from just being Billy Hoyle. <laughs> like it's pre- it's pretty incredible. I also love I I love the um just blatant racism of uh of going nuts whenever he checks into the game because it, okay, so it's fun in the way that like when I lived in Philly in 2004, they got Kyle Corver. Mm-hmm. And Kyle Corver coming out of Creighton couldn't do much of anything. He could only knock down threes. Um but it 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 was great because every time there was like five minutes left in a game and he was getting ready to be like a DNP CD. The crowd would all like swell up on some Rudy shit and like <laughs> try to will him into the game. And like the ovation every time he checked in, people went nuts. And it was it was understood like, oh yeah, we we are cheering for this guy the same way. Like if there was a kid in a wheelchair who was the equipment manager who got put into the game, with like a minute to go, yeah, uh, that was the same fervor with which they cheered for Kyle Corver. and I feel like the same for for Caruso. Not that's not a knock on anybody. Like I, I think it's I think it's funny. It's just funny to me because he has played well, but if he was just if he looked like your regular every every day NBA star, even if he was white and he had all the like hair up there, yeah, he would not be half as big as he is.
0: No, that's yeah. He's he's not like ranking in the top ten in All Star voting at all.
1: It's like you ever see on YouTube when, like, they come out with, like, a dad rap video where it's, (laughs) like, a 45-year-old white dude, like, rapping about taking his kids to school?
0: Yep, and and it it goes viral.
1: It gets, like, 100 million views because everybody's like, he shouldn't be able to make words rhyme like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, if he was was just, like, a a young black dad, that wouldn't get anywhere near the uh, attention it would.
1: Everybody would be like, "Dude, shut up! What, what am I listening to? What, who cares about your kids?" <laughs> um, yeah, but you know what? I I hope Taco Fall and Alex Crusoe make the All Star Game. I hope you uh, make the fans pay for what they're trying to do here. If you want the game to be uh, just a, a bunch of like uh, goofy gimmicks, I say go for it. I I don't I don't care.
0: I say they make the dunk contest exclusively Alex Caruso versus Taco Fall. Just (laughs) one-on-one dunk contest, just like standing no jump versus like surprisingly athletic white guy. I mean, just go all in on it.
1: Dude. um, I love that idea. I am totally in on that. Yeah. Any, anybody, I remember growing up as a baseball fan and they would always vote in undeserving players and, people would like get upset about the sanctity of the all-star game it's like have you ever watched the nba all-star game like it sucks it's so it's so fun to watch in like the worst way possible like you're not gonna ruin it by putting alex caruso in there if that's what the fans want fuck it put him put him in i'd rather have him than than demar derozan
0: ever thought of starting your own sports book but don't know how Ace Per Head is here to help you with your own sports book. They'll provide you with an all-inclusive professional betting site with all the lines updated to the second and wagers graded immediately. They have top-notch customer service support going 24-7 and some of the sharpest lines in the industry. Plus, Ace Per Head offers live betting and an amazing mobile experience. Get started today, and Ace is offering up to six weeks free. Just go to aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. So you got any other just like general observations on the season, like things you've really noticed?
1: Uh, I, how wrong I was on the Rockets. This is why I don't gamble on sports. Um, I before the season for my podcast, we had to like we went through and sort of like previewed the season. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't think that the Rockets were going to make the playoffs. Ooh, I am on record Based on saying what? Like, they're an eleven seed. Um. <laughs> Based on the fact that I, I felt like they have like the two highest usage players in the history of basketball trying to share a ball um, in yeah. the backcourt, and uh, I, I I didn't think that that was going to work out nearly as well as it has. I, I, I did not expect Russell Westbrook to defer uh, in the way that he has. I was dead wrong. He has earned uh, a lot of respect from me this season. He's, he's been... He has done exactly what he needs to do, which is some nights just step back and let Harden be Harden. And then other nights I went to a Rockets Clippers game uh, maybe like three weeks to a month ago. And um, Harden just didn't have it. And Westbrook put up like 40 and 10. Yeah, he he still has it. He can take over. But he has uh, he's been a way better fit there than I anticipated. Um, I mean,
0: I would say that that's fair. Uh, I mean, he they have been they've looked great together. Uh, I would still not pick them in the playoffs, though. I I, I still see uh, Westbrook shooting them out of a playoff win.
1: Um, for sure. This is yeah, absolutely. The second you buy into Russell Westbrook, um, that's when he's going to to let you down. Um, he's still like my favorite moment from the game. Uh, okay, so there's like a minute left. The Rockets are up by five. They have the ball. They run the shot clock down. They miss a shot. They get an offensive rebound. They kick it back out to Westbrook. So now there's like 50 seconds left. They're up five. The Clippers basically have to foul. But before they have a chance, Westbrook just takes the ball at the top of the key with a fresh shot clock and a five-point lead, takes one dribble, jumps from like the fucking free throw line, tries to like Vince Carter over that Russian to Montrez Harrell, completely commits an offensive foul, almost like murders harold and kills himself <laughs> in the process misses the dunk terribly and i was like that is awesome this dude is is great
0: yeah i i mean he's had some of like the better missed dunks this year overall like he had like two in like one of the last games they like if, uh, just like a total breakaway all alone and just like just <laughs> didn't get up high enough for some reason like one of the most athletic guys and they just like clunk it off the front of the rim
1: Oh, dude, I I love and then he always looks up at the rim like it like it's the rim's fault. Uh, (laughs) So, yeah, I'm not confident in like betting money on the the Rockets, but uh, I was just dead wrong. Even like seeing them live, the way they, you know, space the floor and um, the attention that Harden commands and how good of a passer he is. um, Yeah, it just it opens everything up. So they are. And they're way better defensively than I expected. I, I I thought that that would be a mess outside of Clint Capella.
0: Yeah, and they off and they off also don't seem like they're even trying in the first half of games. Uh, I and mean, the one thing like uh, that, uh, numerous gamblers have pointed out, like definitely like you can bet the first half, bet the other team in the first half because the Rockets barely try. And then they turn it on the second half, like start playing defense and Harden just starts like draining step back threes, like left and right.
1: These are absolute gems. I hope you people are listening because <laughs> nobody out there is telling you to bet against the Rockets in the first half. That is, Man, that's fucking. Listening to you talk, it makes me think like I should get into sports gambling.
0: <laughs> well, uh, just know that I'm lifetime, definitely down money. So uh, I mean, I try my best, but definitely <laughs> lots of money down. Lots of money. I'm doing this podcast solely to make up for that my losses.
1: That's not how you're supposed to do it, right? Aren't you supposed to go on and talk about stone-cold lead pipe locks and act like you've never lost?
0: Absolutely. That's why, you know, like a uh, 100 people listen to this. So <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think more listen to it. I don't know. Um, so do you uh, – other than the Rockets, did you have any other things that you were real wrong about or right about?
1: Uh, just that the – yeah, I mean I was wrong about the Warriors, but um, – yeah, you know, I didn't expect obviously Steph to get hurt. Um, I just I, I have a real like Spurs ninety nine type of feeling with the Warriors, where it's like, oh, we're really good. Oh, we're ha- we had one bad season and we got Tim Duncan. You know what I yeah. mean? Like this this tank job that they have going on right now. If they get a top three overall pick in the draft, and they get to add to the Steph Clay core going forward with both of those guys coming back healthy next year, like. They're going to be right back up top, and it's going to be obnoxious.
0: Prop Swap is America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. All season long, Prop Swap customers have been finding some of the best odds in the world because you're buying the bet from another person and not betting against the house. You can always find great deals. On Sunday, a bettor who wagered $500 on the San Francisco 49ers to win the NFC Championship At 14 to 1 odds, sold that ticket on PropSwap for $3,300. If that ticket wins, the buyer will profit $4,200, giving him odds of plus 125, better than any sportsbook in the country. Sign up for PropSwap.com today, and they will give you a 100% match on your first deposit. Just enter promo code SGP. That's S-G-P at the time of deposit, and PropSwap will match it up to $100. Go to PropSwap.com today. Void well prohibited. Uh, advanced stat of the week, and uh, I have a guest throw out an advanced stat that they will use to make themselves sound smart. Uh, I'm not good with advanced stats, but can you uh, explain an advanced stat to me that you use?
1: So I, I'm i probably just as bad as you are, but I was really excited to actually use PER in a real-life argument. Oh, wow. Um, which was the first time I've ever pulled it off, and it feels really good. I don't know um,
0: if I've ever done that, so set it up for us.
1: So I I have a friend who's a diehard Celtics fan, like the, just the stereotypical mass hole, like the absolute worst. Like he is... Still in pain uh, from the Patriots losing the other day, and it makes me very happy. But (laughs) anyway, he he sent me an Instagram message the other day, and he goes, hey, do you remember the thing that I told you about Jalen Brown and Jimmy Butler last year? And I said, no, no, I don't. And he said, I told you that Jalen Brown within three years would be as good or better than Jimmy Butler. I said, and? He goes, and I was right. And I actually looked up uh, their PERs, and I hit him back with Jalen Brown's PER this year is 19.2. Jimmy Butler's been higher than that in each of the last six seasons. He's not even close to Jimmy Butler's level. Yeah. And I've never – nobody can argue again. like, the guy had nothing because nobody knows exactly what PER is. Like, I think it's a deeply flawed statistic. Like, yeah. Russell Westbrook is top 25 all time. And if you're telling me that Russell Westbrook is like the, the poster child for efficiency, like the thing is literally called player efficiency right yeah. now, right? And yeah. then they're like, look at Russell Westbrook. And then well, then you, I'm like, yeah, he's not, explain it to me if I'm wrong. What am I missing here?
0: No, you're absolutely right. And I, I was going to say like the only time that someone will throw out a PR at me and I'm supposed to have a rebuttal. All I say is, well, yeah, but that's a deeply flawed statistic.
1: (laughs) But can you can you explain why?
0: No, I don't understand player efficiency (laughs) at all. I just know like I will throw it out when it is, is good for my argument. And then like if someone throws it out at me, I'm like, yeah, but that's, you know, a deeply flawed statistic. And I just say that because I've heard other commentators you like say that
1: yeah uh for for sure um i i don't i don't know what it means but if it helps my argument like like i say it, to me it's just tough to to argue against um because otherwise you, you know it, we're, we're just arguing like eye test or really like I, i'm a baseball fan first and foremost and there's a billion stats there and in mm. basketball i like this wave of like new stats even if i don't understand them because i like there to be some sort of data outside of the five stats that everybody knows. Yeah. Points, rebounds, assists, blocks, steals. Um, I so like it too. I like I just, that. I,
0: it's just tough to understand them all. And that's why that's why I try to like make it a segment to help people uh, explain them to me.
1: Well, one of the ones that I've really been getting into recently, I don't know if you've seen this, but following in baseball's footsteps – um, they've actually uh they've been working on um like shot trajectory, like launch angle yeah. and um you know uh everything like that. John Hollinger is like is is big into that. Um so it really helps explain like why certain guys are are really good uh you know jump shooters and, and why some others aren't. Like I was shocked to see that Derrick Rose had the highest launch angle in the league.
0: Oh, that's interesting. I haven't seen that. Yeah, because
1: I, I, may, I made it up. See, that's the beauty of it. That's the beauty of NBA stats. Nobody's tracking launch angle, but I throw the name John Hollinger in there and you're like, oh, fuck, this is a new wave that I got uh, to get in on. Yeah, it's I was complete just playing, bullshit.
0: Wow, that was amazing. Like, you killed me. <laughs> <laughs> I was just playing along, like, oh, yeah, I, I've seen that, sure. Because you're right, it does seem like something I should know, but I have no idea.
1: M- but that's the thing. Everybody will play along because there are 3,000 stats right now. Nobody really knows what any of them are. Like, like I, you you have a vague idea. Like, when you were talking earlier, you actually did your research, and you said both of these teams are in the bottom four in uh, de- defensive rating mm-hmm. a- and everything like that. Like, I don't even know exactly what defensive rating is. I know it's based on how many points you give up per possession –
0: right that's all yeah it was based on like how many points you give up per game like dif- defense efficiency rating i believe that's what it is so it's like if i i throw that out there cuz i'll see like all right they give up the least points i think that that means they're a good defense
1: right and that's what it all boils down to there are 10,000 statistics that that cover six things mm-hmm. and and that's that's what i love about it. so if you really want to impress somebody you make up a stat like i just did <laughs> Uh, you you say, I can't believe here's here's another thing that uh, that I love, plus minus, right? yeah, you you can you can also lie about I'm giving people great ways to lie and win arguments. This is how okay. I'm contributing to your show. I love it. If you take somebody's cumulative plus minus for the season, right? Mm-hmm. You can just bullshit that number because it's impossible to check. I try checking. It took me 20 minutes to find a site that listed cumulative plus minuses. Yeah. And guess what? We're all wrong. I went to foxsports.com. It says that Jordan Clarkson is a negative 1100 for the year. <laughs> They've all, He's only played like 25 games, it would mean like he's negative 40 every game. <laughs> I, so I went and fact checked. He's he's negative ninety. I don't know where they got negative eleven hundred from, but the, nobody is tracking this accurately. So just lie.
0: I always have the biggest trouble with uh, PR and plus minus. I I don't know how to explain it to people, and I don't know how to use it correctly.
1: Plus minus, I actually know. Plus minus is an easy one. Um, if 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 I'm on the court and our team goes up ten nothing, and then I come off the court and you sub in and the the other team goes on a 10-0 run then i'm plus 10 and you're minus 10 it's just right. like the the score differential for the time you're on the court
0: very right, right. okay so i get that about but more like cumulative like you were talking so it is cumulative oh. like every so they they add up every game like that
1: i mean i assume i <laughs> now now you called me on my bullshit and i'm like yeah that's what i did i don't know if that's accurate or not but uh yeah i just literally went to the game log and was like minus eight plus 12 that's plus four total i just i just added them all up but i don't know if that's actually uh accurate or not
0: breaking news this important psa is brought to you by manscaped.com this is your public service announcement the manscaped Engineering team spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball trimmer ever created, and just released the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0. Their third-generation trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade that prevents manscaping accidents. Millions of balls are about to be nick-free thanks to Manscaped.com advanced skin-safe technology. Uh, I've been talking about Manscaped for a while now, and I love it. I personally use the lawnmower 2.0 and if you've used the lawnmower 2.0 you know it's an easy transition because it's the same replacement blade and a new and improved skin safe technology when i tell you that this is premium i mean premium the battery will last up to 90 minutes so you can take a longer shave an hour and a half shaving that's amazing one of the coolest new features is the led light which will illuminate the grooming area for a closer more precise trimming They've also upgraded to a 7,000 RPM motor with quiet stroke technology. I don't know what 7,000 RPM means, but that is a lot. And let's not forget about the charging stand. Show your mower off loud and proud because this intelligently designed stand is a wrapping charger deck by USB. If you're listening to me speak right now, you are one of the first people to hear about this life-changing product. And I want you to experience it firsthand yourself. Trim that junk of yours. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code SGP at manscaped.com. And as always, your balls will thank you. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code SGP at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use promo code SGP. All right, finally, uh, is there anything that you've noticed this season like from NBA Twitter or NBA Reddit? Like This is just the thing to throw out any odd, the odd of the season.
1: The James Dolan burner account. I can't believe it didn't blow up. I'm so bummed that it didn't blow up.
0: Yeah, uh, Especially for for people who might not know what you're talking about. uh, Explain it.
1: Well, as a Sixers fan, I had to go through the the Brian Colangelo burner account, which uh, people might remember, which is the, the GM of the team had a fake Twitter handle and he was responding directly to people who were criticizing Colangelo as
0: him or as some people certain, say it was his wife, but it was probably him.
1: He, there was a lot of controversy. Yeah. I think he threw his wife under the bus. <laughs> I believe that it was him.
0: I That's just my yeah. take.
1: Um, and he was in the process giving away like sensitive inside information um, that he, the, the organization definitely did not want him giving away. So, um, he ended up losing his job because of that. And then, um, I don't know, maybe maybe a few weeks or a month ago, somebody unearthed what appeared to be a James Dolan burner account. It was, a it was a, a Twitter account that had like eight followers. It mm-hmm. didn't have, uh, it didn't have a profile picture, The guy had the same initials as James Dolan, and literally all of his posts were responding to James Dolan haters, (laughs) of which there are millions. Yeah. Nobody thinks James Dolan has done a good job. No. And this guy was on Twitter solely to defend James Dolan. And furthermore, like – Really weird shit too. Like, if somebody posted a picture, like an unflattering picture of James Dolan, like he was tweeting at the Associated Press, like remove this picture or face legal action. Like, shit that <laughs> no person would say. Unless, like, you're reading, you're yeah, like, that seems like something James Dolan would say.
0: Yeah, like a rich asshole would say that. Like, not some like, sh- like James Dolan super fan <laughs> is saying face legal action.
1: Right. Like, even if you think that. Y- like the GM or owner or let's say you're a Knicks fan and you think James Dolan is getting a bum rap. Yeah. Right. The, the idea that you would respond to people who post unflattering pictures of him and be like cease and desist immediately, sir. Yeah. It's that's <laughs> insane. This yeah. was very clearly James Dolan and the account has been deleted and it never really picked up steam. And I'm so bummed.
0: Oh man. Um, that, that is unfortunate. Uh, that should have picked up a lot more steam. Um, all right. Hey, man, we've, I really appreciate the time you're giving me. Is there anything else you want to throw out there? We've, we've been recording for a while.
1: Uh, No, I, yeah, I, I have a podcast called Pat and Jeff like sports. Um, listen to that. If you enjoy um, like somebody talking about sports who kind of understands it, but mostly is an idiot and embraces that, that I'm your guy. <laughs> That's that's what I'm here for. I feel like uh, the world would be better if more people just embrace the fact that we're, we're pretty much idiots. So, um, yeah, we just like to we just like to have fun, uh, talk shit. I, I'm doing a terrible job advertising my own podcast right no, now. It's great. Podcast. Like, it's, fun. it's sports.
0: <laughs> it's very funny. I, I've checked <laughs> it out. Uh, also, uh, check out uh, your Twitter. You got uh, where can people find you on Twitter and any other social media.
1: Uh, all social media is at Pat Barker comedy. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Get at me.
0: Don't follow the other Pat Barker who is an English writer, correct? A female English writer.
1: Bro, <laughs> dude, it, has ruined, it has ruined my life. I mean, I'm exaggerating, but it's 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 rough knowing that no matter how successful I get, I'll never even be the most famous Pat Barker. <laughs> this, this woman wrote a book called The Ghost Road that evidently British people fucking love. Um, so if you search for Pat Barker, it's all this British woman, um, (laughs) which is really, really upsetting. Um, but it's funny. I, uh, I, I just finished a very short lived stint on, uh, on, on a show on Fox sports. I started the job on a Monday and it got canceled on Thursday, which has got to be a record. (laughs) Wow. Um, but, but one of my, uh, one of my assignments in my four days on the job was I, uh, I had an interview pre-call with Brandon Flowers, the uh, the, the the safety for the, uh, the Broncos. Yep. And when I tried to Google him, I found out that Brandon Flowers is also the lead singer of The Killers.
0: I was just going to say, yeah.
1: <laughs> so researching him was, like, impossible. Because um, you had to, like – you're Googling, like, you're five years old. You have to type in, like, Brandon Flowers, football player. Yeah. Um, and then I – when I got him on the phone, I was like, did you know that? And he said the same thing. He's like, yeah, this guy has ruined my life. This, this, this lead singer of The Killers. It's been a nightmare.
0: All right. So if you're looking for Pat Barker, Google Pat Barker comedy person. Uh, Not nah, just Pat Barker.
1: <laughs> That's exactly right. Thank you. Thank you. Basketball. Give me, give me, give me the ball because I'm going to dunk it. Basketball.